wonder what it'd be like to have a team where the culture is one where everyone just supports each other, they all care about each other, there's a high level of trust amongst everyone. If you're in a business at the moment, do you have that within your own business, that level of trust and that level of engagement with your team members? What I want to share in this episode is a little bit of a story and some insights that we had from our team catch-up, which we had in the Philippines in May this year. Been meaning to get to it for a few months. So yeah, I just wanted to share some insights with you, which can help provide some frameworks as to what's required to build that sort of culture. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to talk a little bit about what we did in the Philippines. This was in May this year with our team. It's the first time as a business that we've gotten all our team together, the Australian team and the offshore team together in one location and really spent some time just getting to know each other at a completely different level. It really was quite a it was quite a process, really good engagement with our team. Everyone really enjoyed themselves. We landed on an island called Puerto Galera, which is just one of the islands south of Manila, and we were able to engage at a different level. And what I want to share with you in this episode is some of my takeaways and some of the insights that I had are reflecting upon probably took place after it, during the process, but also a couple of weeks later, I had some insights and some reflections, and I just thought they'd be valuable to share with you. And some of them were really surprising, surprised me, myself as well. So yeah, that's what I'm going to cover in this episode. All right. So what were the takeaways? What were some of the insights? We had a ball to talk about it. We did karaoke. There's a bit of an event. Rod, one of our guys, is a bit of a national karaoke star, really. Sings, sings on beaches, sings everywhere. So we had great music going on. We hung out together, went to the beach, lots of stuff going on, which was fantastic. We had some life-death experiences. We had all sorts of stuff. It was a really good catch-up with everyone. So I wanted to think about, and I talk about, when I talk to other people about building this sort of a team, because we don't have any offices. All our team in Australia all work from home, as you probably know. All our team, obviously, all work from home. So we have no central base where people are connecting, touching base. And that's been the baseline, and that's been how we've decided to build the business. And all our businesses are built that same way. So what were some of the insights? The first thing that that was really clear is that it is actually possible to build an absolutely awesome team without actually being in the same space or actually meeting each other in person on a regular basis. To give you some context, we have team members in Australia that have been around four or five years, six years. We've got members overseas been with us 10 years, nine years, eight years, six years, five years, a whole range. So many years we've had team members work with us. And I've connected up with the team twice so far in the Philippines over that time. And it's only during that time that they've actually connected up as well. And even in Australia, there's been maybe two or three, four catch-ups with the team. So we don't spend a lot of time in the space together, but we do have an absolutely awesome team. And so the bottom line is it is actually possible to build an amazing culture and a great team without actually being in the same space and seeing each other physically all the time. And there's a few ways and few tricks around how you do that. So that was the first clear takeaway. The second realization is something that kept coming up again and again. It's that for the way we run the business, and we operate the business and how we've done it, we have attracted our team for people that actually care. I know that sounds ridiculous, but they care. And when I say they care for each other, 
as team members. That was pretty obvious. They've built really strong relationships. They care for the company, for the business, which is important. They care for our clients and one of our businesses, our franchisees. And that's a really interesting trait. And what we've realized is that you can train people if the attitude's right, but people have to have that that level of service and care that they want to give to people. That's within And that was something that was really clear right across our team. That's the common ingredient is the fact that they actually care, which is quite remarkable. And uh, and not just one or two, but actually the entire team. And so that's what I guess we all want to strive to build an ideal business. You want to have this great culture and this great team. And actually people that care for each other is just Awesome. And that was something that sort of came away. The level of care that exists amongst the team was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So that's another sort of a takeaway. It was really humbling when we connected with the team and realizing the impact. Obviously, they've had such a positive impact and been critical for the way the business has evolved and grown over the years but also how we've had such a positive impact on their lives and their families. Got this philosophy for me to build an ideal business. I want to make sure that it works for everyone and the team are an important part of that picture. And another realization is that we've all grown, we've all evolved and we've all prospered together. It's quite powerful. So there hasn't been winners and losers and the business has gone through all sorts of cycles and the team were there through all those cycles. And they were able to provide some context of that. We've had team members that have gotten married, have had kids, the kids have grown up. They've had team members whose daughters have finished school, finished uni, have been married, have moved away, all sorts of things going on. It's quite remarkable how that evolution and I guess we've all evolved together, which has been really exciting. And seeing the team just engage how they do and the level of prosperity and success they have in their own lives is such so uplifting. We get to we got to meet their families, a lot of their partners, and it was just a really good thing to do. So understanding that we all grew and prospered together, which is a really good outcome. And really for me that's essential in any ideal business. What came up? I don't have a great memory. Anyone that knows me well knows that my memory is pretty bad. And so I, I don't know if it's just I choose to forget things, but I just don't have a great memory. And during our engagement with people, particularly staff members who have been with us eight or nine or 10 years, they talked about what it was like. What it was like, they said, do you remember? We have this, an example was we have a Zendesk, a ticket system for complaints or when things aren't going well. And back in the day, as the business was probably, this is about six, five, six, seven years ago, we used to have 20 tickets, 20 to 30 tickets per day. Yeah. And there was this going on and that changed. And they were saying, God, that was really, there was so much stuff going on. You never knew what was coming out of left field and this and that. And now we probably get 10 to 15 tickets per week, which is really interesting. And so what's happened is that at all the various stages, we went through stages where the cash flow was really tight and the team all got together around that. We've had very prosperous stages where we've done really well. And so we shared that with the team. And so we've had this shared journey and shared experience, which just makes the relationships and the culture 
so much more deeper. And that was a really other key takeaway that's come away from engaging and having communications and conversations with so much of our team. Another thing was that a lot of acknowledgement, and it's important to reward and acknowledge team members who were there when the going was tough. Because when you're starting a business, it's not ideal. There's lots of things going on and things don't go well and there's issues. And as long as people have that care and want to get things right, we can always move our way through them, which we have done. But there's an acknowledgement that the only reason that we've moved through all these different phases is that it was because of the team being part of it and evolving and sacrificing when we had to sacrifice. And so that level of engagement and chipping in when it's needed, and that's happened a number of times through the history of the different businesses, has been phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. And the culture, and I look back and often you always hear about the culture of a business, you need to do a workshop, it's really important to build a culture, the culture of this, culture that. And we never really intentionally did that. We didn't go out and get consultants come and be, let's build this culture. We didn't do that. We don't, haven't done all these workshops around any of that sort of stuff. But so many of the people within the organization say that we just have the most amazing culture, which is quite interesting. And so I reflected on that, and it, it probably comes back to that care factor that everyone has, but also the fact that it's a shared, it's a bit, we run the business, these team members, they're not just staff. They're really good friends and they become quite family for us. And they've got our back, we've got their back. That's just how that's just how it is. And understanding that has become the culture wasn't something that we said, look, this is our culture. This is how we operate. It's a combination of all the people within the business and the alignment of the values and the way we like to treat other people and the way we like to engage. So the culture has naturally evolved to be what it is today. It's a fantastic culture. So very lucky. And I think it, it was really humbling for us, my wife and I, talking to the team and the team just saying how much impact we've had on their life and the positivity that we've had and how much we care for them. It was just so much because we don't believe we do that much for them, but we do really, for us, they're really everything. They're really the people that have been a really big part of the evolution of our business journey. And that was something that whilst we acknowledge that, they also constantly acknowledged how much impact we've had on them, but we also do the same thing. It's very important. And so not really, it's important not to take the team for granted and really recognize the contribution in all the different phases. And sure, people have peaks and troughs. This is what happens because that's life. But it's been a very interesting reflection on not having created, look, this is going to be our culture and this is our mission statement and this is what we're here and this is our, this is our, we didn't really go through that. I've done that with other companies and businesses and things that I've been involved in and it felt a little bit made up or fabricated because we felt we needed to have one where this has just been, it's just evolved. The culture is the end outcome and the end result of all the people that are in the business that really care and they give a rats about what we do and how we operate and how we function. And that's what the culture is. And then what happens is when you've created that and become really clear, it's probably, I'd say it's been in play for the last four or five, six years, the widespread across the business. And it just, when we have new team members join, they either hang around and they really groove into it or they leave pretty quickly because it's very hard to function within an organization if the way that everyone works and the way everyone views things and the values isn't aligned with how you like to do things. It's really difficult. And so they tend to either hang around or they tend to bail. They tend to leave. 
And so there's a real self-filtering mechanism for new team members that join the business. So they were some of the insights and the takeaways. It was probably more reflections on where we are at the moment. And it's it hasn't been any one thing, obviously, that's resulted in the team that we have and the culture that exists and how the business operates. It's just been a constant journey and a constant flow and lots of change. And a lot of people have come and left and they've left a little piece behind in the business. And a lot of people have come and moved on and there's all that stuff that happens in life. But it was a really good reflection. And I think for myself personally, building an ideal business means having this framework where I can really look after my team because I know they look after the business, they look after what we do, and they look after our clients, which makes a world of difference. So that's the insights from really, it was quite a monumental sort of a, it was so good that we're now planning to do this every six months. And so we've pegged in a date for the next event and just having that engagement. And there was no workshops, there was no work activity, there was none of that stuff. It was all about just connecting at a personal level and being in the same space and strengthening and getting to know each other a bit deeper. That was fantastic. Highly recommended. Thanks for listening to this episode. I just I just felt it would be really helpful to share some of those insights and the reflections that that came from what we did in May. Ciao for now. Thanks for listening. We grow organically. It's really people like yourself that enable us to get the word out. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating, leave a good comment and share this with your friends. Thank you.